Ugh, I should have swiped left. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Shoulda Swipe Left, the podcast. I'm Cecily. Thank you for joining in. If this is your first time listening, so happy to have you. If you are a return, repeat customer, (laughs) listener, um, thanks for coming back. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. Today's episode is a little bit different from what I normally have on my podcast. Um, Normally we're talking about the scary dark waters of online dating and the weirdos and the creeps, but today I have a special, special episode in store for you. A couple good friends of mine who actually met online three years ago and are married now, living their best life. Their story is so cute and so unconventional when it comes to online dating so I think you're really gonna like it um it's gonna give you hope if you're out there online dating that someone is out there for you you just got to keep on swiping and you might come across your prince charming or your princess tiana and I'm so excited to have them you're gonna love what they have to say and really really enjoy what we talk about today Before we jump into that, um, I want to give you some updates on my dating life. You know, this is your favorite part. Um, (laughs) I am still single, clearly. Um, Have not gone on any dates since our last episode. I do have a few things lined up in the coming weeks, so I will definitely keep you updated, and you will be the first to know. So keep your ears open to this podcast every Friday there's a new episode and it just starts your weekend off real good so I um want to get straight into the episode today with my special guest if you are not following me on Instagram make sure that you go look me up at shoulda swiped left podcast hit that follow button dm me if you have any questions or want to share some online dating stories or if you just want to tell me how much you love this podcast i'm up for it make sure you do it uh yeah so without further ado let me introduce you guys to my friends the fairy tale lovers of okay cupid ryan and ariane hello hi how are you good how are you good i am really excited for this episode you might want to try turning it up again (laughs) (laughs) oh no again Uh uh-huh Oh, try, no. Try, try turning that up again. I mean, it's literally all the way up. Your microphone is? Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll try with that. <laughs> so, yeah, we're recording this from opposites at, opposite sides of America. Yes, we, uh, we are in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, yes. How is Kentucky? Raining at the moment. Um, humid, hot. Sticky. Oh. Uncomfortable. <laughs> That's um, fun. So, introduce yourself. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, it's um 100 degrees out here in Southern California. Ew. <laughs> it's great. Um, okay, well, you guys, thank you, first of all, for uh, letting me just delve into your personal life for my podcast Um, no problem (laughs) I'm really excited and I want to let you guys introduce yourselves to my listeners okay so uh, she's nudging me to go first um, (laughs) as per the usual well I'm Ryan and uh, for Cecily's listeners I have known her literally since we were kids uh, you know, we grew up together in California and went to church together. Uh, so I've known her for a long time. Um, and I moved out here in 2002. Um, I was in, just starting high school. I moved out to Kentucky. Um, and 
then a uh, very, very long road. Uh, you know, I won't get into it, but uh, after lots of, of things, I, um, I met this lovely lady who's sitting next to me, which um, we'll get into our meeting story as part of the, uh, <laughs> the, the podcast. And yes. my name's Arianne. Um, born in Alabama and moved here when I was nine, and I've been stuck here ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it then because you're still there. Yeah, not really, <laughs> but you know. Well, you know, Ryan, I'm sure, makes it a little more bearable, right? He does. He does. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. I love that. Well, guys, um, yes. You are married, right? How long have you been married? A year and a half. Yeah, it'll be two years in December. Oh my gosh, time flies. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you met online. We did. We did. <gasps> yes. On um, the to be exact. Yeah. Um, An actual success story. Right. <laughs> uh, we both had our own uh, separate disaster stories as far as online dating goes and uh, and then also real dating, but especially online dating, um, before we found each other. And, uh, and that's actually a funny story. Um, so, um, we have both had our, our own, um, you know, dating online dating lives on multiple of the dating apps. I think we each tried almost all of the free ones that were out there because yeah. we're both cheap as we learned when we met we, we were both cheap yeah, but i actually did pay for one uh you match you did how did that I, go um it's about Not the well. same as any other dating site honestly you spending the money doesn't really matter you oh, find well, the see, same kind of people on all of them now i'm just like any hope of me ever paying for it it has been thrown out the window yeah don't right. yeah don't waste the the dollars don't waste good them good to yeah know. yeah so i'm assuming you want to get into our meeting story and how that all happened yeah tell me how did you meet okay before i before you tell the story i am curious how long each of you had been online dating before you met each other years um yeah. like <laughs> I, off and on. Yeah, off and on. So, um, I, I believe uh, I started online dating after um, I got divorced from my first wife, and that was in 2011. Um, and I've been dating off and on since then. Uh, and, like, not a whole lot of successes. I'm, I think at the max, I had, like, three dates with somebody. But besides that, I rarely went past the meeting. And then we're like, no. And most of my, I was too scared to meet them because, uh, as you know, uh, it's very scary. You're talking to someone online, you don't know who they are. And then yeah. eventually, hopefully, their their true colors come out before you actually meet them. You're like, oh, no, oh, no, block. You mash out block button. Um, so I know you're a fan of the block button, as am I. Um, yes, it's my favorite. I, I exactly. Like, <laughs> nope, sorry. Delete and even report if if it got bad enough i would report the person um so anyway so we had uh, i have been online dating since then so uh what uh four years almost four years basically um and not having a whole lot of success yeah i was on you know planet fish and okay cupid and um a lot of the other ones uh you know tinder for a little bit I Tinder didn't last very long at all because I was not into that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to just you know hook up and whatever. I, like mo- like unlike most guys, I didn't want to do that. And most guys like, oh, I'm gonna hook up. I was never like that. People say I was more like a girl, and I want the real connection. And I'm more sentimental that way, where uh, I would much rather have a real conversation with you. Uh, then you know, do do other things. So That's true, yeah. he is more of a girl. <laughs> oh, God, there. <laughs> you got a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, and my uh, dating ugh, forays into online dating were pretty much the where is the weirdo and 
and I'm a bigger girl, so I got some fetish guys. I'm not into that. That's weird. Yeah. I don't want to see your pictures of your uh, man parts. Yes. <laughs> your first recorded it's a yeah. dick pic. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to see um, unless you have really something to talk about. Usually, I just send them to my friends, and we would laugh. All right, uh, and you know, the ones oh, that send the dick pics are usually the ones who should not be sending dick pics. So no, like, you shouldn't be proud of this. <laughs> they really should not. Not at all. And, you know, most of those I'd, you know, send the pictures to my friends and then I'd block the guy. But I, I went on a couple of dates and they were less than exciting. One guy spent the entire time staring at my boobs. Wow. So that was not great and then another guy did not tell me he didn't have a car he lived at home with his mother and his brother and he was in his mid-30s so that was a giant red flag so wow i had to pick him up from work and drop him off at home so needless to say that didn't go anywhere right you were babysitting oh pretty much and (laughs) i mean i did have one relationship that was a giant nightmare that started with online dating so mm-hmm. y- you just got to be a little more choosy and not be desperate to be in a relationship I think that was one of the main things is before I was desperate to be in a relationship when you stop looking you find somebody Absolutely. is what we learned um and on that note um so how I, how we found each other is I actually I hadn't been on my OKCupid profile in a while. I was getting online literally to delete it. Uh, And I was, I had already deleted my Plenty of Fish and I was getting online to delete um, OKCupid. And uh, all of a sudden I see that I had matched. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I looked and I saw that it was her and I was like, okay, uh, you know, (laughs) I hadn't really matched with anybody for for a while, and it was more me trying to you know, trying to talk to somebody to find something real. Well, so I saw that you know you had matched with you know with her. I'm like, okay, so and I, I yeah, and I liked him because he had pretty blue eyes and he had a pet hedgehog. <laughs> wow, that, yes. that really kind of got my interest. I mean, yeah, so you. And you know um, how they've always been, um, like, out, out there. My eyes have always been out there. Very yes. Um, so, yeah, and at the time, I had a pet, pet hedgehog with a former partner of mine who was still my, a good friend of mine, you know. Um, and, but when, yeah. So, anyway, when, when we broke up and when, you know, I moved away, I decided to leave the hedgehog with the kids because it'd be more uh, more traumatizing for for them to leave him. Um, and my dog would probably eat it. Yeah, we have it. <laughs> um, and she would not allow that. No. Um, you probably seen me post my pictures of, uh, of my dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she she's a princess. She rules the house. She does. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so... I got online and saw that we matched. I sent her a very generic message. I said, uh, hey, I thought we uh, we matched uh, on uh, on here um, and you look interesting to talk to. If you're if you're interested, I would love that. Something very similar to that. Actually, I screenshotted that that conversation. I still have it to this day. I still have it to this day because that is the beginning of our relationship. Almost three years later. Three years later. (laughs) Um so yeah, I am sentimental, you could say I'm sentimental. Um that is so cute. Screenshotting uh it can be a great thing, not just for that, but it's for for blackmail later. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um somebody sends you you a message or something that may not be be the best you could screenshot that and like, hey, look what I got. But anyway, in my case, it was a good thing because I still have that and I can always look back at that like, hey, this was the beginning of what I have now. So yeah, I was getting online to delete it. We matched and you know we started having a conversation. At the time, I lived over an hour away. A um, uh-huh. little bit of town and... Uh, so she lives up here in the city and 
but I knew after talking to her that I wanted to meet her. We, so we were talking for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And then I had to go um, for my niece's birthday in Florida. So I was gone for about a week. Right. Um, and while I was gone, he texted me something along the lines of, I miss you, even though I've never met you. And that was the first thing that kind of caught my eye that he was a little bit different and not <laughs> just looking to get in my pants like every other guy that I talked to online. Right. Yeah. That's so sweet, Ryan. Yeah, so when she was gone, I felt an immediate um like separation from her, even though I'd never met her. We had just been talking online and texting, whatever, but all the time we were talking texting. Oh yeah. And but the fact that she was gone, um, uh, you know, in in Florida, I I missed her, which was not something I'd ever felt before. So that was my first clue like, hey, this girl's different. I've never met her, and yet I miss her. What the crap is that about? So I, <laughs> even the um, totally honest person I am, um, I told her that. Yeah. I didn't know what to think at that point. I was like, okay, she's probably going to think I'm a weirdo. And, like, what is this creep doing? Well, I already knew you were a weirdo. Well, yeah, she, she already <laughs> knew I was a weirdo. But uh, that's probably what, the best kind yeah. of weirdo. Um, so, yeah, I texted her to that. And to this day, she says that that is – the, the the moment that she uh kind of started falling for me yeah like for real falling for me and this was before we even started before we even met yeah i've never we've never been in the same room together we never actually met uh, that's a whole nother story oh god um yeah our, <laughs> that's our favorite story yeah our first date was not at all like any other first date should be um we planned on meeting at a coffee house. She doesn't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. But it's a safe place to meet people. Because you meet somebody in, a, in your home. You, you want to start somewhere in public. Just, yes. you, know, you don't know what kind of weirdo you're going to end up with. But, um, so we planned to meet at a coffee house. And I, um, I have my dog. And I was going to drop her at my parents' house. Because I didn't know how long I'd be gone. So uh, I get dressed and I'm getting ready to leave and I open the garage door and realize she's not hooked to her leash and she takes off. Like a bullet. Oh no. Spend the next hour and a half crying, chasing her in and out of traffic around the neighborhood and texting him that I'm so sorry I'm late. That she could understand if I yeah. wanted to cancel, if I didn't want to meet her yeah, anymore. Absolutely. Um, and. At the same time, I was sitting in the parking lot of the coffee shop waiting for her and um, my talking to my best friend and he's saying, you know, leave. It's not worth it. Why don't we go get a beer or something? Yeah. You know, she's not worth it. And so, um, you know, even still to this day, he goes, he jokingly says, oh, you should have listened to me. So he continuing the story. He knows better. But yeah, I called a friend of mine who lived in the neighborhood and she sent her husband up to help me catch the dog because I'd been chasing her for an hour. And every time I get close, she'd run off. So I finally caught her. He brought me home and I, I had to calm down a little bit and I took a shower and I, you know, I said, if you're still willing to meet me, I totally understand if you were, you know, if you've already left, I'm still going to drop her off at my parents' house. It's 15 minutes away. And he actually sat there for three hours waiting for me to have our first. Wow. And any other normal person would have, I would have run away. I'm like, this person's a drama filled pain in the butt. And I would have been gone. So remember (laughs) at this point, I've driven over an hour to to meet her to begin with because I I lived somewhere else. I've driven over an hour to meet her and I sat in the parking lot and don't think I didn't think about saying you'll forget it <laughs> especially after the the first couple hours yeah. and my, my buddy was, was in my ear saying no don't don't do it you know it, whatever yeah what is he, he he's a he's a turd and he knows it <laughs> and we love him but he's still my best See, so and we all have that best friend yeah. so you know um she finally gets there and you know i, I decide okay i've driven this far i've come this far and if I if I say no, I probably have lost my chance. Yeah, and to, to find out, yeah, to find out if something could have happened. And so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll tough it out. And uh, so she gets there, and we go inside, and they have this upstairs area um, where they have 
play games and, you know, book club meetings and, and all kinds of, a really neat place. But it was quiet. Uh, Nobody was there at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty quiet. Um, so, you know, we, we go upstairs and we start playing cards for, um, cards for humanity or, sorry, um, Cards against humanity. cards against it. cards against humanity. Yes. See, she now has the, at least half my brain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, um. And my friend says, uh, "As my balls, but yeah." Not um. It's my job. So, so anyway, yeah, we go upstairs and immediately sparks fly. Yeah. Like we knew as soon as we we meet that it's over. We're it, we're both done. Yeah. It wasn't long before we were sucking face. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Not not long at all, no. um, and normally neither one of us do that. No, um, but we could kind of tell that they're, they're there was, different. I think the the fact that he waited three hours for me to deal with my my drama. I earned that much. He did. He, <laughs> he earned it, but I, it was absolutely. Anybody who's willing to wait three hours for you is a keeper. I wasn't expecting anything, and I definitely didn't think that I earned it. Uh, but hey. Anyway, um, yes, uh, less than many hours, and yeah. uh, we've rarely been apart since. Yeah, we've uh, we did some driving, and we did a lot of talking, and went shopping, and just kind of piddled around town. And yeah. So she kind of tested me um, that day. I did. Um, so after we left the coffee shop, um, we decided that we would uh, go to uh i took him to hustler well yeah hustler <laughs> um but you know before that um what was um lane bryant, lane bryant mm-hmm. walking around with the bras and and stuff i had to see if he would stare at other girls so i had to get in a place where other girls would be fair and fair he, he did not look at anyone else and he passed he passed the test he, he did so you see you see how this works yeah um I tested him all the yeah, way around. And, and then, yeah, taking me to Hustler on the first day, that's a first, definitely, for sure. I would hardly ever set foot in that store anyway. Um, but it's a little awkward, like, being with this girl I first met. I had to see how squeamish and she was. So, <laughs> uh, apparently I did okay. Um, so, yeah, we, we've rarely been apart since. And yeah. even though up until um, a little bit before we got married, um, you know, I still lived uh, – in in you know the place called Stanford, which yeah. is about an hour away, so distance isn't a factor unless you make it a factor. Yeah, I know. I've heard him say, he, uh, yeah, he made the effort to drive up here to see me all the time, pretty much every day, if not every other day. Yeah, and I've heard you say that um, you know people will say, oh, you know, it's you know, 20, 30 minutes, it's too far. No, it's, no not. it's not. It's only too far if you want it to be. Right. If, if the person is worth talking to, worth being with, uh, then you'll make the effort. Right. So here, here's here's the way I look at it. And, you know, I, I've kind of heard heard this before. Okay. So twenty minutes may be a little far for a booty call, um, but if you're wanting some real, twenty minutes is nothing. Exactly. An hour is is nothing. Um, you know, when we were together, you know, yeah, I, I would drive a while. Um, and she, you came down there, yeah, I came um, down there a couple a times. times, but you know, honestly, we were up here because there's more to do up here. Yeah. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> got, we got a Walmart and McDonald's. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My grandparents still live there. Yeah. Um, you know, you remember my grandparents, they still live there. Um, so, um, yeah. So distance is not a factor unless you let it. Yeah. And, you know, I was determined not to let it be because, she was more important. Seeing her and getting to know her was more important. And the dog's biting. My dog is biting me. <laughs> she wants me to pet her. Uh, she's like, excuse me, you're supposed to be petting me. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a brat. So um, then, you know, uh, we our engagement story. So we've been dating for a little while. Um, and then, um, what, day before Valentine's. Yeah, he thought um, it was going to be real slick. I got the ring. I wasn't planning on proposing on Valentine's Day, but I, I got it, and I wasn't going to stick it up and hide it. I had this uh, sweatshirt that had a little zip, little zipper on the side. I think it was one of those North Face 
sweatshirts that had a little zipper on the side. And I always told him that I never wanted anybody to propose to me on Valentine's Day because it's hokey. Yeah, and I agreed. I wasn't going to propose to her yeah. like either on Valentine's Day or right before Valentine's Day. I just had the ring in my pocket. I wasn't planning on yeah. proposing. I she came knows home. He has a bulge in his pocket. It's big. It's very noticeable. And of course, I'm nosy. I'm what's like, that? what's that? Nothing. What is that? Nothing. Well, you can't hide stuff like that from me. And so I I thought, okay, uh, screw it. I may as well do it now. She knows I have the ring. Um, she, I, she, uh, you He's know, not slick. I wasn't going to do it in public anyway because she would not go for that at all. She would have no. said no and walked away. I probably would have. Um, but so... Our proposal, the proposal story isn't really rom- particularly romantic. We were at home on the couch, uh, and Perfect. she, I wasn't planning on proposing, but she found the ring. So, you know, I, she said, what's that? And I said, uh, basically, I, I took it out, and I kind of told her, well, I wasn't planning on doing this, but he got yeah, on as one well. Knee. Got on one knee and asked her to marry me, and, and she cried. broke down, <laughs> like completely broke down in tears. Oh, yeah, I cried a lot. <laughs> But of course I said yes. Yeah. Because he's so darn cute. And then called everyone that we know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Had to call the parents. Let them of course. Know. Our parents didn't actually meet until our wedding day. Wow. Because. Yeah. Know, different cities. So. Yeah. So um, my, uh, my grandparents met her and my parents met her yeah. like a, a couple times. And he met my parents. But our, yeah. And that, I definitely met her parents and I asked her dad's permission like a good guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to her, talked to both her parents and uh, that was a scary conversation. <laughs> he, um, was more, he was more afraid to talk to my dad. I told him he should have been more afraid to talk to my mom. True. Her mom's <laughs> scary. Um, not really. No, not really. But, um, but in that situation, in yes. that situation, yeah. Um, but, she, you know, she is uh, the oldest and the only girl. Yeah. Um. So it has that that special I'm, thing going I'm a on. Spoiled. A little bit spoiled. Um. But so I talked to her dad and I asked for his permission and he was he was very understanding and basically told me you better take care of her and you left my baby girl and he seemed like you're a good guy but you better take care of her if you ever ever otherwise uh I'll hurt you basically. Um, you should have been more afraid of my friends, actually. Yeah, it's like Sarah, her best friend, mm-hmm. um, and my friend Carrie. And Carrie, like both kind of threatened. <laughs> yeah, they, they they both did. And uh, in fact, like her her friend Carrie was not able to be at the wedding. Yeah, because uh, she was in the middle of finals week for school, and she lives in a different state. Uh, has four kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, texted me. The day before, or the morning of the wedding, morning of, yeah. morning of the wedding, and um, told me, uh, you know, that Ariane was very important to her, and um, that if I hurt her, that she would kill me. Yeah. And I said, I have no plan. <laughs> um, that is a good friend. I have some really good friends. She They're does. watching my back, but they all love him because he treats me well, and that was the biggest. You know, it's the biggest difference because when you're used to somebody who kind of treats you like dirt and then you find someone who treats you really well and, you know, basically puts you on a pedestal, but without being obnoxious about it, you kind of want to hang on to that person. And he would do anything for me. So I know that she's more woman than I deserve. And uh, full of crap. <laughs> but it's true. Um, and. That I definitely, you know, got got way out of my league with her. So uh, I want to take care of her. You're so cute. And so it's, yeah. And then we have the whole wedding story. Oh my god! Yeah, the wedding story. Um, our life has been like a series of these stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what five days? Four days before, Four days before our wedding. The, the, our wedding. Um, I was in a serious car wreck. Um, a woman driving drunk at 10 a.m. Um, and uh, hit me pretty much head on. Yeah. Um, and so I'm at work and I get a picture of him bleeding. So I text her. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't, I couldn't see my phone enough to call. 
I text her and said I've been in an accident. She said, you're joking. And I sent her the best selfie ever. Yeah, he said a bandage around his head and blood running down his face. So, of course, I have... And my boss and my coworkers made me calm down because they wouldn't let me leave until I calmed down. And I drove to the hospital. And when I walked in, he still had the blood on his face. So I broke down again. And all of the nurses were like, no, it's okay. It looks worse than it is. I was like, can you wash it off his face? Yeah. So I ended up getting uh, like 10 staples in my head. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a pretty good sized gash uh, in, in my head. Uh, and turned out what had happened was when I got got in the car wreck, uh, I had so, a box of power strips in my back seat because I'm an audio engineer and I had some stuff, audio stuff back there. And I guess some power strips had come up and like completely clobbered my head. So that was, that was right before the wedding. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't have a car. No, we were down to one car. We down to one car. in a lot of pain. Lots and lots of pain. I was trying not to take any pain medicine um, or very little pain medicine. Um, yeah. But um, so, uh, yeah, her dad uh, you know, took care of everything. Yeah. And he, he before our, our wedding, he said, uh, your family now. Yeah. Uh, and he, it's kind of funny. He we said, got the car out of the um, hawk. Yeah, because, of course, it was towed to the uh, junkyard and uh, – it was total. Yeah, completely totaled. And luckily, you know, I was able to get a settlement a little while later that took care of it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he told me, uh, he said, I really like you. I'm really proud that you're going to marry, marry my little girl. Um, you know, you're part of the family now. The only um, only way out, he said, morte. They're, they're an <laughs> Italian family. Uh, and he he's from the Bronx. So <laughs> he, he don't play. But yeah, he... <laughs> day i'm like okay uh i felt like it was like talking godfather like don corion or something uh but anyway um yeah he was super cool so that that was um i yeah. i got the car like the day before the i got the car out like the day before our wedding yeah that was the first day i was actually able to get out of the house yeah it was a rough couple of days and of course we did all of our own decorations let me phrase that i did all of our own decorations i helped yeah you helped we had a Mickey Mouse head with 500 suckers in it. Like the dum-dum suckers? Wow. Don't do that. It's a nightmare. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, yeah. But it's... Um, it's it was yeah. massive, and it was heavy, and it was a pain. <laughs> I don't recommend... I don't recommend Pinteresting your own wedding. Yeah. But then the morning of the wedding, you know, everything was going good. He'd stayed at a hotel the night before. I had my mom and my best friend here. We went and got pedicures and... Everything was calm, and then we get back. We load all the stuff into the car, and then I can't find my car keys. Yeah, so I'm out with uh, with my best friend, the same guy who told me not to uh, waste my time <laughs> waiting for her. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, he's driving me around, and you know, we went to breakfast, and we were just messing around all of it for the wedding. Well, I come back to the house and to to get my my clothes and get get ready to go, and. Uh, and she says she can't find yeah I, I called him i was crying because we had believed we already had to go and set up for the wedding so we were there at the venue and i just had all this stuff in my mom's car and my friend's van and i was broke down crying i said everything was going so well right and then I, my car keys yeah so that set her into like meltdown. full stress mode <laughs> stress meltdown mode um, and I didn't want to be a bridezilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. So Other we did that, that. Um, and we were able to uh, to get through that. My friend drove me back to uh, to the venue, and um, and uh, otherwise our wedding went great. After that point, our wedding went great. Yeah, we had the dog as as uh, as an entering guest. Yeah, so I walked. In. I walked her, um, her in with me, and then I handed her to Arian's mom, and um, I thought that was kind of a cool thing to incorporate. Cause we we were very dead set on having her a part of the wedding because she yeah. has been a part of our story from from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, She's been testing him since day one. Yeah, <laughs> but as soon as I came home, you know that, or as soon as she met me for the first time, um, I was daddy. Oh yeah, like. 
usually a stranger, she would be like barking and you know, standing not... behind me. Right, but she's she went straight to yeah. him, started licking his face. Yeah, that 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 was like the final approval. Mm-hmm. Is she's always said that if if Ellie wouldn't have liked me, then we wouldn't have had a chance. No. Nope. Um, and so ever since then, the I've been daddy. So I kn- knew that we wanted her to be part of our wedding. Um, so, uh, I, I, we actually bought a new collar for her with a little bow tie on it, which she still wears to this day. Yeah, she's wearing it right now. <laughs> uh, it was a, our wedding color. It was like blue and silver. Um, with coral was our, our other wedding color, like uh, navy and coral. But, so we got a little collar to match that. She still wears that to this day. So we were, planning on, we were planning on getting married the year that we did, we were going to wait another year, but I started driving myself insane pre-planning. Yeah. So we pushed it up a year just so I would stop losing my mind. I'm a planner. He's not. I'm not a planner. I'm more spontaneous. Yeah. And I like the flow and not have any concrete plans. She's not that way. I'm not. You we're know, complete like, opposites in so many ways. Right. But opposites attract, as you know. Yeah, so, and our balance, yeah. you balance each other well. Because I don't like to go out and do stuff, and he does. And he makes me leave the house every now and then. I do. I mean, she's a hermit. I'm and a she'll, hermit. She'll say that. I but, will. Uh, I make her leave the house and at least try to go, especially like music events. And Yeah. Of course, apparently I missed her fun years when she used to go to all these concerts and festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm too old for that now. Yeah, yeah. So she did that. <laughs> yeah. Sad, apparently. I did all the fun stuff in my 20s. Of course, I'm six years older than him, so yeah. he missed out on the fun years. Sorry, oh, I babe. did not know that. Yeah, you forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, she's six years older than I am. I'm a puma. A puma. <laughs> she's not a cougar, not quite a cougar. Yeah. Um, I'm a puma. Uh, but she, she's a puma. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I mean, it works, and we're we're very happy, mm-hmm. and and we've actually met a couple, well, a few other couples who met the same way we did on OK Cupid. Mm-hmm. That and, is brilliant. Yeah, and my aunt and her husband met there, and they've been married. They got married before we did, and then my uh, one of my good friends and her current live-in boyfriend also met on there. Mm-hmm. So. The internet is not full of complete weirdos. You can find a few good guys on there. They're just far and few. Exactly. Uh, It takes a a lot of frog kissing. You have a, yeah, exactly. And you have a really big dating pool. So you have more options. Yeah. But yeah, along in with that, you'll find those, those not so good ones. And, but you know, the right one is out there. So online dating isn't bad. And it's okay to be picky. Yeah, it, because definitely. this is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Hopefully, you don't want to just settle for somebody who you kind of sort of think is cute when you can find somebody you have a real connection with. I agree one hundred percent, and you guys are tr- truly like a treat. I love your whole story; like, very not normal. <laughs> Not at all. Our, our whole story has been a, a string of not normal. Yeah. But I Lots of it. nightmares. But I think it brings us closer, too. Yeah. And, I mean, you're not going to agree on everything, every point, every day. But in the end, you know, we have, a, we have a, a thing in our family that if we have a disagreement, we do not go to bed angry. Absolutely. You have to talk it out. You can vent for a little while and go sit off in a corner and stew, but by the end of the day, we're going to talk it out and you're going to be we're going to be fine because otherwise that just leads to more stress on a relationship. So you have to be able to talk about things even if they're uncomfortable, but don't go to bed angry. I love it. I've learned it's okay to to be wrong. I'm getting used to being wrong. <laughs> um, because when I married Miss Wright, I didn't realize her first name was always. Yep, I'm always right. Um, but I, it's okay to to not be right all the time. And, uh, and yeah. I'm a control freak, and he's learned to live with parts of that, but I'm also learning to let some things go. 
Because so <laughs> kind of along with the balance, it's a good um, even flow where you know we give and we take. And like I'm, I'm learning to to become more structured and plan out more, be less spontaneous, um, and because it's not just me anymore, and I have to think about you know her her wants and uh, you know and maybe maybe not go out all the time and. Um, just like, and she's becoming, you know, less of a hermit. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a balance where, uh, you know, uh, she's giving up some, I'm giving up some because marriage is not 50, 50, it's a hundred, a hundred. You have to, to give all of what you have, including, um, you know, you know, thinking about and acting for the other person's happiness. Yeah. And so, uh, and if we make plans, we make sure, you know, we're not going to ask permission, but permission. We we do ask for courtesy and just let each other know. I would like to do this. Is that okay with you? And 99% of the time it is, you know, there's the occasional 1% where, you know, you had something else planned, but for the most part, and it's really kind of funny the other day, he told me he he came in and said, I'm going to have drinks with my friend. And then he walked away and then he comes back. He goes, is that okay? <laughs> I was like, well, permission. I don't care. Oh, it's just a courtesy of just letting the other know what your plans are. Yeah. That way, you know, they don't try to make plans with you. And if she is ever uncomfortable with anything, then it doesn't happen. Like if she, if I, you know, say, you know, Hey, you know, uh, we're going to go to a strip club, which she's is comfortable with my, my friend, um, you know, I really have a very small circle. And so, um, you know, my friend Logan, um, you know, that, that same friend, um, he's single, he, he's single. He's done a lot of online dating, um, you know, and has a lot of disaster stories. I think, uh, he goes for the crazy ones. Yeah. Uh, that's another, another story. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, uh, it, we've, we go out to Hooters often and, you know, we've talked about going to the strip club. Uh, just for the wings, of course. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, she said that she would be okay with that. Um, and but if she ever were not okay with something, like if if something made her uncomfortable, then it's it's a no. Same like, thing with him. Yeah. If something I wanted to do or somebody I wanted to be friends with made him uncomfortable. Yeah. Then then it doesn't happen and because you just. You learn what to fight about and you learn what not to fight out. And sometimes it's just not worth fighting over some things if they're not that important. Yeah, because to, to both of us, um, the other person's happiness is more important than anything else we do. Yeah. So, like, her her comfort level and her happiness is more important. Um, then now at the end of the day, like, if I do something um, that um, that she doesn't like, at the at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to come home and answer to that, and she's not gonna be happy, and I'll have to, you know, because home is more important. So, yeah. whatever it is, she she comes first, and so if she's not okay with something, it doesn't happen. Yeah, and if he's not okay with it, I'm not gonna waste my time doing it. You guys just make me smile. <laughs> <laughs> You're so adorable. Your relationship is. I think what a lot of people are hoping to find online. So it's like a breath of fresh air to to hear that it exists. It does. You just have to be willing to give yourself over to the other person, not lose. Like I'm still the same old person that I was before we met. Yeah. You just learn how to mash who you are with someone else. And, you know, you don't have to do everything together. He goes out and, sees music all the time time. about me yeah and you know that's his thing he has you know he enjoys doing that i don't so i'm completely doing yeah that's a a good secret to our healthy relationship is that we we can each do our own thing as far as like i can go out to to a concert uh, most of the time it's because I'm working a concert, but I can choose not to work those concerts or whatever, or I go to those open mic nights and, uh, and have my own circle of friends and she's always welcome to come and I always invite her and, but if she doesn't come, that's okay because that's kind of my own thing. And so we each 
we're each still, we haven't lost ourselves, yeah. but you no, know, I know that I am a better person when I'm with her and vice versa. Yeah. So yeah, we together, um, we're something else. So definitely those two become one, you know, they say that, um, we, that we did a sand ceremony at a wedding. This really sums it up that we had two, uh, two sand, two colors of sand. Um, and, um, then when we got married, we mixed them together. You know, each sand is still there. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't lose a part of itself and you can't separate it from the other sand anymore, but it's, it's still there. You still see it. Uh, and, um, it's just become something new and, but it's still, it's still what it, what it always was. Yeah. So does, does that make sense? Yes, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, we did the sand ceremony, and that's kind of a, a good picture of our of our marriage. That you know, we we can do our own thing, and um, of course, we ask permission, of course. But really she permission. not permission, but just check, just so you know, make sure that everything is still good. Um, but we uh, we can do our own thing, and it's okay. And I think that's a good secret to our marriage is we can have that. I don't feel like I'm, you know, you, I'm my, uh, individuality or my, uh, oh, my social life is, uh, is killed. And same thing with her. You know, if she wants to, she can go out with her friends, with the girls and, you know, have a girl's night or whatever. And, and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And you just have to have trust in the person that you're with and the fact that, you know, we know we love each other. There's not, he knows I'm not going to look for anybody else because I'm too lazy to. And <laughs> yeah. And I know he's not looking for anybody else because he's stuck with me. I'm too, I'm too ugly to look no, for somebody else. Not. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Hush. <laughs> you know, we, we're looking for each other's happiness more than anything. And of course, the dog's happiness because if the puppy ain't happy, we're not happy. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> She runs our house, and she's now a traitor. She's gone to his side. Well, I mean, yeah, she's, she's picking her favorite parent. I don't know. <laughs> favorite, and she's also very jealous. If he tries to hug me, she gets right in the middle of us. Oh yeah. So, you know, she keeps us on our toes. She has since the start of our relationship, and you know. We do everything with the other one in mind, whether it be getting a job or Mm -hmm. even just, you know, if I want to go out and he wants to go out to two separate places, we make the effort to try and do everything together, but we don't have to. What a dream, you guys. I am so grateful that you shared your story because I think that, um, this is very different from my podcast because I'm usually talking about the fails of online dating. So it's definitely a nice change. And I think that people who listen will not feel so terrible about online dating because obviously it does work to some degree. I mean, it took us years, but you know, sometimes and, and don't always just assume that the person is too good for you. Or, you know, or don't always assume that the person is perfect for you because sometimes those aren't the ones. You just kind of have to, you know, be observant of um, kind of read between the lines of all the profiles because that's where you find the juicy stuff. That is definitely. And if if it's short and sweet, sometimes there's a reason there that it's only short and sweet because that person doesn't have a lot of substance. So you really want to kind of take the time to get to know somebody really well before you even set up a date with them. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, we were talking for a couple of weeks, about three weeks, about three weeks before date. we met. Yeah. And I think that, that really helped um, have make our relationship stronger is because we, we were texting back and forth, talking every day, all the time yeah. uh, before we even met. So we had that connection before we even met. And I'm, so and I think you can't that just jump into, a, usually you can't just jump into a relationship and it'd be perfect. But no. we just happened to get lucky that well, it was. I mean, 
I think that you've obviously found your other halves in one another. And I aspire to find what you have found. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story with me and everyone who's listening. I'm sure they have enjoyed it as much as I have. You've been on a roller coaster, but it's only the beginning. Yeah, it is. Um, I look forward to hearing more of your your story as it unfolds in the coming oh, years. Yeah, well, we're getting ready to move to Florida, so that's another part. Like within the next year, hopefully, and then we're hoping to start a family once we get settled. So we're, I we're love pra- that. Lots of well, practice. Yeah. Well, keep me updated, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, we really, I really have enjoyed your podcast. Yeah, uh, we really appreciate and, it. Um, and. I can relate to a lot of the stories oh, yeah. and the horror stories that you said. I'm I nod my head on a regular basis. Like, yep, yep, I totally I totally get that. Been there. So it's very relatable. And so I'm hoping that our story will be relatable and can maybe give your other listeners hope that uh online dating um you know does work and you know there you know maybe times when you should swipe right. Yeah. Oh, a so, little spin here, a little spin off the podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe like because I swiped right. Yeah. Even though we, we weren't using Tinder. Yeah. We weren't using Tinder, but I'm so glad that uh, I sent that message. Yeah. Um, I don't, because I definitely thought about not doing that. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, the, the profile, I just matched with somebody. Okay, whatever. And I was getting ready to delete mine too. So, um, you know, but because. I, you know, and we took a chance and, and kind of just started talking, you know, now we're married and we're really yeah. happy. So, yeah. Well, congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Okay, Cupid works for you. That's great. Through all the dick pics to find the right guy. <laughs> you, you gotta keep swiping to get to one good one. Yeah. He did not send me a dick pic. <laughs> Oh, no, he's classy. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for your time. And I'm just really excited for you and your future. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. This and we have nothing but the best for you. Hopefully you find the one. Oh, thank you. You will be the first to know. It will be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a great rest of your night. You too. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh.